Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And uh, it's time for Slice of Denon. Campy today, an old team out of yours, Sammy Thiday. Big Sammy T. Uh, got the pleasure of sitting down with him to interview him. And he's uh, he's definitely like a back rower or a forward that I think he's, don't get me wrong, I think he's appreciated and respected. But I do, yeah. I, I feel like people forget I, there was a period there where he was unbelievable. He, during that amazing winning run mm. of Queensland, he was a powerhouse. Yeah. And he, lot, a lot of times we'd go into the match as red-hot favourites and he would just lead the Queensland side with his aggression. Yeah. Terrific player. Now, yeah, got a chance to sit down with him, have a chat, and we talked about what he learnt coming into, you could make the argument, the, the best forward pack ever put together at the Brisbane Broncos. What do you reckon you learnt the most in those first kind of two years as a, a rookie first grader? Uh, patience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and hard work. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of... Because um, we had those gun young guys there at that point in time, I go... Wayne, uh, he didn't want to play favourites. Mm. So we were we were on a bit of a rotation. So, you know, you'd, you'd get your crack at first grade. If you were good enough, you got to stay in. If mm. you kind of – you did your job but you weren't brilliant, you know, it, it'd then be Neville's turn. He yeah. could have a, he would have, he'd have, he'd have a crack and then it'd be Tommy. Mm. Um, so, you know, that was kind of tough and I had to, you know, I could bide my time a little bit um, – like uh, sharpen my tools a little bit, mm. you know, okay, what can I do that these two guys can't? All right, well, maybe if I work on my passing game, um, okay, like something as simple as I worked on my, my bump and quick play the ball. The quickest play ball in the game, baby. <laughs> yeah, so then like that became one of my weapons. It's yeah. like, all right, sweet. So, you know, I, I, I could do a chip and chase, but <laughs> I wouldn't because I'd, I'd be hooked straight away. <laughs> But I was like, all right, well, what's the thing I can, yeah. you know, I can bring to the, the team? All right, well, we've got some gun players. If I can get a quick play the ball from them, so they can be front foot, mm. well, let's let's go. Yeah. Um, so that, like, I learned to like, yeah, sharpen my tools, mm. um, work on things that I knew that I could do better than you know those guys who I was in competition with, and um, like just ask questions and hang around, mm. like. Shane Webke was like the ultimate professional, mate. Ultimate professional, it's crazy. Um, and you know, he was the guy that he had the key to the gap. Yes, he did because he wanted to. All right, before we go to the gap in preseason, I want to run it at least five times so then I know that I can. I'll keep up with the the skinny backs, mate. While you know, the the big boys are at the back. Hodjo actually, Hodjo was the king of the gap. Mate, he's a king. You know what Hodjo used passes. to do at the Gap? Hodjo used to be that, like, I'm a leader. I'm going to lead, but I'm going to lead from the back. I'm going to encourage these <laughs> yeah, big boys. The big boys yeah. He'd be like patting you on the, come on, come on, Sammy, <laughs> you can get up this hill. I was like, bro, you should be out, you should be out the front. Get up there. But, hey, it worked for him. Mate. He he got through jogging, he uh, encouraging other players. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, like going back to Shane Webke, like I learned so much of him. Like um, 
like he used to have I don't know if he ever called it the FRU but he should have the front rowers union <laughs> but we used to go there um, uh, every Sunday we, we went to the gap to make sure that everyone could run in under 40 minutes yeah, wow. um, and then sometimes we'd meet at the club and we'd go and run a few of the hills and this was like before training and that's what he did yeah and then like you saw him on the field and um he was i want tackle one and i want tackle three yeah and you get out of my way Mm. and if you ever took his hit ups (laughs) he would not be happy at all at all but like you know i learned from those guys i learned um i learned how to be um humble and respectful from petro um the way that um you know if petro wanted to turn it on oh man it could kill you (laughs) literally but then he'd apologise <laughs> and he'd probably sing at your funeral afterwards. Yes. So that's Petra. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, he was, you know, and I, and I had these guys around me that were great role models and I think that really helped me throughout my career as well, massively. Mm. The gap run. Can mm. you tell me about that? Yeah, it's just, a, I guess, a, a nightmare because it's just not made for big fellas. It's just, it's made for little whippets and funnily enough, uh, it's actually where I feel, and you know, who am I to say what uh, Wayne earned or not, but I do feel like Wayne used it as well to earn respect from the players because he used to run it himself. Yeah. And yeah. You, you probably have no, you written about it. No, he a few times. Yeah, yeah. And he, so he did that, but then he also used to hide in the bushes and trying to see who's taking shortcuts, who's walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and old, old Longneck was hide behind a, a tree a tree stump. You couldn't even see him. Mate. That, we, we used to have a run, Bill would run this black, through Blackbird, uh, Blackbutt Reserve. Oh, my God. Those long distance torture runs are just the worst. Yeah, and and like it's it's almost. Do they run a, like that anymore? Do they keep running? Um, I think they runs? do. I think they've tried to bring it back because it's almost a bit of a tradition at the Broncos of like the gap, the gap. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think uh, Webby he is so kind of synonymous with it because you would hear stories of like you know if you went out for drinks. Then you'd hear, and, and we say we had Saturday off, Saturday night off, Sunday off, and then Monday we're back in in a preseason or a training. And you'd hear that Webby got up at six a.m. and he did the gut run on a Sunday just to yeah. just to do it. Yeah. Um, and what I loved about that from Sam Thayer, and I, I honestly think that so many young superstars like Sammy could learn from it, is that getting quick play the balls for other players. You just yeah. don't hear that with the, no, some of the don't. young guys. It's all about them being the standout guy, whereas his goal was, I'll get quick play the balls for my other forwards. I'll work out what, what I'm good at, what my role is, mm. and I'll just play that part in the side. Yeah. It's incredible him, hearing him talk about that forward pack as well. Like, like and, and Webke as well, because when we were talking to Carl Webb this week, he, mm. he mentioned the first team that he came into yeah. as a Bronco. And the the pack was Andrew G, Gordon Tallis, Brad Thorne, yeah. Tony Carroll, and Petro, and Kevin Campion. Like you could make you an go, argument. Wow, each, each player <laughs> in that by themselves is the toughest of the of the whole NRL. One hundred percent. They had a whole yeah. pack of it. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and, but he he spoke like Carl spoke so strongly about Shane Webke as well. Yeah. I mean, saying but that Shane Webke played the 06 Grand Final basically with a broken arm. Yeah. You know, and, it, and if and if he's not, if he doesn't, then they mightn't win it. I had a my first running with Shane Webke as a young, you know, soccer player coming into the first grade. So I think at the time I didn't realize what was happening, but basically we'd ended a preseason session. It was maybe my third or fourth, maybe two or three weeks in, and I was walking off at the end of the session. Um, and Wayne goes, "Hey, Dennis, come here." So I walked over. He's like, "Put this on." Is this the diamond? Hey, Webby, come over here, Denon, I want you to do some tackle practice with Webke. So basically, I had to just run it straight at Webke for a base, you know, whatever tackles he wanted. But the problem was, it was in a 10-meter by 10-meter drill. So in my head, I'm thinking, this is easy. Like a 10-meter drill against a front rower, like this is my bread and butter. I'm small as anything. I'll just step. 
as Webby walks past me, he goes, "If you f and step, I'll kill you." Oh. So just oh. and it was it was just Wayne's way of going. Is this guy going to sook and yeah, be like, yeah, "What yeah. the hell am I doing?" Getting tackled by um, Shane Webke, but yeah, it was, was, uh, he, what was, he, was he, he? Yeah, was he tackled? Just jam me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yuck! Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about being jammed, boys. It's time for Maddie's top ten, and today's film characters of my choice in cinema history. <laughs> Number 10, <laughs> That's what... Tommy Conlon. He was uh, played by Tom Hardy in the film Warrior. Yes. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah, Tommy movie. Conlon. Thanks, guys. Number nine, Jack, <laughs> the goofy womanizing actor who's about to get married in Sideways as played by Thomas Haddon Church, road trip film. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. That's, Number... your, that's your number nine film character of all time. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going left to centre. It's easy to do John McClane yeah, on and sideways. Rocky. Exactly. Uh, Sean Maguire, if you know who he is. Odd name for this character, yeah. but the tortured but empathetic teacher as played by Robin Williams in Good Will Hunting. Oh. oh. I knew that. That's, that's up there with a the top. And Sean Maguire is an odd name for it. I just, he's really Sean that, Sean. that moment where he sits down and he's like, you know nothing about pain and sorrow is just like, and Matt Damon's like such an arrogant little kid. Like we all kind of are, except we're not geniuses. That's an incredible it, moment. Great scene. Yeah. Number, number seven, Bill Heslop, uh, the overbearing con man real estate agent and father of Muriel, <laughs> as played by Bill Hunter in Muriel's Wedding. Pauper's pit. my whole life. Heslop. <laughs> um, number six, Gil Tander, the frustrated novelist, as played by Owen Wilson in the Woody, uh, Woody Allen, I want to say Harrelson, Woody Allen film, Midnight in Paris. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Very, I've very good movie. movie. Hey? I've not seen that movie. Oh, oh wow. You would love it. Yeah. That's okay. great. Why? Write it down. Write down. you're a writer, you'd love it. And the best thing is like when you watch those movies and actually going to Paris, it just makes it even more better because you get to see what's yes. in the movie. Not very cultured. Very good. Number five, Shooter Flatch. Now, he is the alcoholic <laughs> father. Shooter McGavin? I said, oh, no. <laughs> the alcoholic father of a star high school player. In the film Hoosiers, it's played by Dennis Hopper. Oh, that's right. Outstanding. I'm so interested to see where this goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mate, at the moment, number one is going to be a humdinger. Number four, Annie Wilkes, the nutcase superfan, played by Kathy Bates of James Kahn mm. in Misery. Ah. Sledgehammer. That's it. The old hobbled. Oh. Number three, I had to throw this one in Max Rockostansky, who you ask. Mel Gibson as Mad Max, awesome in all three. Uh, like First Blood, first one, more human. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Max is more human. Uh, the first one. First one. Uh, yeah. Number two, Pando. Brian Brown's character. He's played uh, by Brian Brown, his character in the Aussie film Two Hands. He's the, uh, the knockabout crime lord. Which is very Sydney and very rugby league. He's not the rugby league oh, shorts. The, the bank, the bank robber that trips on the <laughs> on the bench on the way out and, and knocks himself I, out. <laughs> I listened to Smartless the other day, and Rose Byrne was on there talking about. Yeah, two right. Oh, fair. And fair number one, Roger Verbal Kint, <laughs> aka Kaiser Sozo, Kevin Spacey's <laughs> character, and Usual Suspects. On your Swayze. <laughs> Okay, we'll take a break. Sound advice next.